Welcome back to Hot Off The Hip. My name is Johannes Boot, and I'm your host. And today we have Pat Patterson with us. Pat is a motivated young professional recently moved to the Holland area. I first met Pat while I was working at Quality Car Wash. The first thing that struck me was his zest for life. Pat has a varied and interesting career, and today we get the opportunity to dive in to what makes this motivated young professional tick. Pat, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Johannes. My pleasure. So, what brought you to the Holland area? Give me a little bit of a background. I race mountain bikes, and you guys have some sweet mountain bike trails in and close around West Michigan, in and around Holland. Um, that and my wife absolutely loves this area. You guys have awesome sunsets. It's awesome here, other than for winter. I have yet to buy a snowblower. <laughs> kind of regretted it this morning. <laughs> well, uh, we are recording this live in the, in my studio, and uh, this is in my house. And you know how well I snowblowed my driveway oh, yeah. too. <laughs> At least you wore winter boots. You you learned to go buy a pair, just like a walking pair to have, always ready to go. Like I grew up, and there was always just this winter pair of boots by the back door, and no one was allowed to take them, but they were there for like. Running out to get the trash, running oh. out to like get the mail. The community boots. Yeah. <laughs> we had a fridge out in the garage. Like, oh, run out, go grab some milk. Oh, go grab some eggs from the garage yeah. real quick. They have to be big enough to fit everybody's feet. Oh, yeah. My dad bought 14s, mm-hmm. 14 wide yep. just for that purpose. Boom. They were clunky enough that you would never wear them out in public. Right. But they're big enough that you just slid right in. It's a really good idea. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> it was great. So I know that the Petoskey area is well known for the nation's best mountain biking trails. And that's in the UP. Uh, I found that out actually, as I went to Isle Royal for a hiking trip. And I know there's some mountain bike trails and the snowboarding areas, bittersweet Cannonsburg, not really bittersweet. I don't think Cannonsburg for sure. Some in Kalamazoo, some down by the fort in Michigan, but I didn't really know that there was such good mountain biking locations in this specific area. Yeah. Um, big, uh, I call it Big Mac, but Mactawa trails um, in Zealand are phenomenal. It's got a great hill climb and everything else. Um, for casual, just flat ride, I go to Riley Park and there, it's a good, I think, four mile loop just on the flat, which is great for Iceman. I'll do that oh. multiple times. And then there's a trail along Butternut, six foot wide. It's not for mountain biking, but it's just a six foot wide cement trail that you can take all the way to Grand Haven. Oh, and I did that a couple of times last year. Nice 25 miles. Good for you, man. Yeah. I know when I was a lifeguard at MVP, there was a few mountain bikers in the health club community there. And there's one guy that stands out to me in particular. His name is Steve. And he would ride his mountain bike everywhere. He wouldn't drive in the middle of the winter. He, oh, no. He's got his gnarly knobbers on there, and he's doing break stands at the lights out in the middle <laughs> of a snowstorm. He'd walk into the gym with yep. with ice on his beard. I loved it. It's oh yeah, totally radical. <laughs> I'm not that extreme. Like right, I work all day outside. Like, right, I like to come home, uh, but I do have um, I have an internet game that I hook up to my bike. My bike's on a trainer, oh. so I race people all across the world on it and it's a lot of fun 
I have done outdoor cycling in the snow. Um, I was going along, I was clipping along and uh, accidentally went off the street into a ditch and went over my handlebars. So that was the end for me and winter riding. But um, actually in Cannonsburg a couple years ago, end of the ski season, they had that snow cross track. Mm-hmm. They let us bikers race down it. That was oh, nice. so much fun. Just downhill it. Yeah, there it was. Go. And I laughed. They rented a bike and my brother took first for his age group on a rented bike like he made so many people mad but a lot of people now will go buy fat bikes yeah and they're four inch tires three and a half four inch tires and the idea is that lets you float and ride on top of the snow oh so you can just ride along all day no problems yeah that's great and those are really popular over here because people ride them up and down the beach Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i've had the privilege of riding some of them they're pretty unique Oh, yeah. bikes and they move a lot more nimbly than uh you would at first assume when looking at them yeah which a, is fun. a lot of people think that they're this big heavy thing i compare them to a jeep with oversized wheels mm-hmm. going down the road like <laughs> it runs and rides just as well it's just a little bit louder on the pavement so i know from stories i've heard from other people and you're sharing a similar story the environment the scenery just the natural beauty of this area, whether it be the lake, the mountain biking trails, yep. all these things, um, people really appreciate. Oh, it's the fresh coast. The fresh <laughs> coast. I like that. The fresh coast. Uh, you should make that a sticker. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the fresh coast. Um, no, this Holland's awesome because it is fresh coast. And what I like about Holland, and we have Lake Makatawa. Mm-hmm. So when the big lakes, ugly and nasty and got four to six foot rollers you have lake makatawa just to hang out and like okay we can go swimming we don't have to worry about getting sucked away <laughs> at sea or yeah you can still take your hobie cat out there exactly do a little sailing do a little paddle boarding oh yeah i'll still go sail on the four footers yeah yeah, oh, yeah. i've got two little sunfishes well, you betcha so <laughs> so just being attracted to this area for its natural beauty mm-hmm. is one thing, but finding a life here and creating a life here is a whole nother thing. What has life been like for you as a young professional in life, West Michigan? Life here has been awesome. I have never came anywhere and received so many open arms of how we can help you, how we can, nice to meet you, how are you doing? And it's just... We got lucky when we moved out here and our wedding got moved from our venue that we wanted to our backyard. And we had two months to plan it from two years, like two months down to two wow. months, two, from two years down to two months. And all of our neighbors came to us and were like, how can we help? And we would not have had as easy of a wedding as if we didn't have such great neighbors. And everyone around here, even when I met you at Quality and everyone at Quality was like, hey, how's it going? Welcome to the area. What do you want to know? What can I help you with? Like, it was just awesome hospitality and I've never experienced that. So you moved from the Goodrich area? Yep. So that's 20 minutes southeast of Flint. Is it a lot more less densely populated or? This is a big city to me. Yeah. (laughs) Um. There we only had one school, and here I think I've counted three different school systems. So wow, yeah, 
So what do you think kind of added to that community that you have on your street in your neighborhood? How how does that develop? Um I I don't know how it developed. I think everyone just everyone wants to be friendly and like everyone wants to know their neighbors and you look across the street and you see your neighbor having this nice fancy grill out and you see that they got a fire going on like oh that'd be nice to go and then they just realized that and i realized that off the get-go so i was like all right i'm gonna go introduce myself in an nice. awkward way and just hey hey nice grill you got there nice grill you got what's she, <laughs> what's she cooking so and i laugh my groomsman got me 300 hot dogs over 300 hot dogs for a <laughs> wedding present so now we're gonna have lots of cookouts but the rule is if you see smoke just come on over for the That's bonfire awesome. so and if we're ever out um i've replaced a couple windows in my house and they've all just seen me work and they all just come over like hey what you doing you need some help oh yeah That's come, amazing. come help me do this <laughs> now i know you've had um one really big project lately in your neighborhood and that is was it an 80 foot tall tree 90 90 foot tree. I had a 90 and I had a 40 foot. Kids don't try this at home. <laughs> I'm a young enough and I've 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 worked with my hands. I've done construction, I'm in firefighting. Um I ran my own uh landscape company. Um I'm young and I understand the risk of doing that. Mm. Going 90 feet up to cut down a tree cuz it's watery wood. Yeah, exactly. It was like I spiked into this and like just sap and water came out of it. And it freaks me out for half a second. But yeah, I did research on it all winter because we moved in and our neighbor was like, hey, by the way, your fence is on our property. I was like, I will fix that. Don't worry. <laughs> so I climbed the tree, rigged it up and then cut it down and lowered the limbs down to the ground. And that was an experience. The neighbors were all watching with popcorn. <laughs> Actually, we just started COVID. And so everything's shut down. And I'm out there getting like rigging up my tree in my front yard. And my neighbor just got home from work. And he's walking out kind of just like, oh, I got to get the mail. Uh. He looks up and he sees me all rigged up with my stuff and hard hat on up in this tree. His eyes got wide and he gets excited <laughs> and he turns around and he can't run, but he waddles. So he waddles real fast back to his garage, grabs a little six pack cooler, his uh, little soccer chair. I don't know what they're really called. Love it. But yeah, it comes out, sets up the soccer chair in the front yard, sits down, cracks open a beer. He goes, looking forward to the show. <laughs> I was like, thank you. There's no better remedy for a poor day at work than an epic project. Oh yeah. He was so excited. Cause like he's one that likes to go out and enjoy the town and he couldn't do that. Cause right. everything shut down. And then <laughs> he, he got so excited. He goes, there's finally entertainment. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> so a great community net is it will help you want to, live a life here in this area it'll make you comfortable with the people oh, yeah. around here well what gets you out of bed in the morning what's your inspiration or your sense of dedication or you're the reason that you're pursuing and persevering this cold weather's not helping i'll uh, tell you that yeah <laughs> you've had a good this winter by the way <laughs> so i've heard and last year was good as well yeah <laughs> so i'm waiting for that one big punch on because that was one of the reasons then everything will be fine after that oh yeah yeah probably so yeah, because I was told that you guys run around in snowmobiles all summer or all winter. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome. clears throat> but um, 
I have dreams and aspirations to starting running and completing my own company. Um, I have the construction company started looking at doing metal roofs. Um, I've done landscaping and I know the bed is super comfortable. And a lot of people love to just stay super comfortable. So I know if I get up and get moving, I'll, I'm making steps towards that. And I'm also a night owl. So you won't see me up at 4 a.m. If you do, it's probably because I'm plowing and I'm not happy. Huh. <laughs> but I also know and understand that if I take those steps and get closer, it's I keep working on those steps and do them and complete them. It's I'm that much closer to my goal. Right. So so there's there's two things I guess we should really talk about here. And I really am interested in your opinion on this or your thoughts. All right. The two things are this and I'll say them side by side. One, people say, if you don't set goals, you'll never do it. And the second thing is the concept of action faking, taking actions like writing a list, but never actually doing something that'll bring you closer to your goals. Yep. I guess both of these are semi-related as far as accomplishing things. But what do you think about the first question as far as if you don't make a plan, a smart goal, whether that be or any sort of well-defined step of actions towards your final objective that you will never complete this goal i have i disagree with it personally but let's let's talk it out i i think the answer for both question is deadlines hmm. so you set a goal i want to do so iceman is a 30 mile bike race that i do it's from Kalkaska to traverse city hmm. it's the last weekend of or no it's the first weekend of november and I would love to do that in less than two hours. So I've, I have a deadline. I have a goal. Now I got to plan out how I'm going to do that. The steps to that goal. Yeah. And if you don't plan it out, budget it out, um, you won't be able to do that. Mm. And so everyone makes this huge goal start of the year everyone's like oh i'm gonna lose 50 pounds or a big hairy audacious yeah, goal huge break that down like yes yeah go for that you can do 15 pounds in a year i think yeah and just like okay how are you gonna do that you gotta start running and then okay you're gonna start running let's say um you gotta start running are you hoping to run a 5k in the next month are you hoping to do this or that or like oh you know what i'm gonna get into biking all right, step one, get rid of my bike that I've had since, I don't know, kindergarten, right. first grade, and go to the bike shop and buy an actual nice bike that's going to last. And then you actually have to do it. You can't write it down well, and not do it. Well, <laughs> you're looking at the bikes there and you're going, all right, the cheapest bike here is like 300 bucks. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like the bikes there. 300 are, bucks is a pretty good deal, man. <laughs> yeah, 300 bucks is a nice bike that's going to last you a long time. But then you're like, oh, I just spent like this big money. Like, I got to follow through on this. Like, I got to make sure I'm going to ride my bike out around neighborhood. You know what? I'm going to take the bike downtown. I'm going to go get a beer. I'm going to go get, do this. Right. And, but you make deadlines and you make smaller goals. So you make it more obtainable. Mm. Cause if you make it, if you say you're going to eat an elephant, you can't do it all in one sitting. Right. You got to do it bite, bite, bite. Mm -hmm. My mother raised us that way. Granted, I've never had elephant in my life, so I guess a cow right. would be a better thing. You don't. I mean, eat. if you just can't like stomach the taste of elephant, that's yeah. a different story. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> but 
Yeah, but how you eat a cow, I guess we could go. Mm. You don't just like, you know what? I'm just going to start gnawing at the cow. Like, no, you cut it up, you throw it in the freezer, and you start eating piece by piece. And yeah. Chip away at your goal and stay focused. Um, there's days that you, days or weeks that you're just like, oh, this sucks. Right. Like, and those other days you're like, oh, man, I feel like a million bucks. I'm on top of the world. I'm doing great. and when you're down in the dumps, always remember those. I'm feeling great. Always mm. take a picture. Always write something down. So you're like, okay, I was doing good. Like we are making progress. One kind of example that I like to share when I'm talking about goal setting, or we're, I'm discussing it with friends or family or acquaintances, is this statistic that. You know, exercise is really important in life, right? Yeah. And for by and large, people don't like to exercise if it's not part of their life, if it's not part of their habit, right? Mm -hmm. Starting that habit is difficult. And in an extreme case, when somebody's had a severe health condition related to, let's say, exercising, and the doctor's like, you got to start eating right, or you're going to have, you know, another, your risk of heart attack will be another, a lot higher or something like that, right? And the person sitting there is like, I really need to do it. Uh, and then by and large, I think the statistic was over 50% of people don't actually take those steps. Right. And the same thing can be said. A lot of examples can be said about weight loss or smoking or bad habits, stopping bad habits or starting good habits. And so when I talk about goal setting in those cases, it's really clear to me, you have to have really tightly, clearly defined goals mm -hmm. because you don't want to do that thing. But it when it comes to something that's in your heart, that you really, really desire deeply inside of your nature. I think goal setting should be approached a little differently. Yeah. Not that a big, huge goal needs to be, doesn't need to be well-defined as far as to be successful. That's absolutely right. And I totally agree with what you're saying, but also life happens. And sometimes your dreams and desires, sometimes you have to save money up or put some other things that are really practical in front of yourself first and oh, yeah. wait for the opportunities to transpire that will allow you to seize on those dreams but as long as you keep those dreams that will happen what do you think about that perspective i mean everything i, I agree everything comes down to um the word i can't think of how much it means to you i forget what that word is but value value yes that word um it comes down to value. If you value, you're trying to save up for a car or something, trying to save up for a boat, something that you want, but then your car breaks down. Oh, I got it. I got to go into the boat. Start money. over. It's yeah. just, and it's part of life. It's mm -hmm. not fair. It's always going to hit you with Damn a it. surprise punch, but you also can't be, ah, I want, I really want to try that one beer. I'm just going to dip into the boat money. Like you can't, you can't. <laughs> that's where that comes that's, in. Yeah. That's where the <laughs> problems are. Yeah. yeah. And like, you are right. Starting a new trend or a new goal is extremely hard. Right. So I always involve someone else. Be like, hey, you want to you start running in the morning? You want to start doing this oh, yeah, or yeah. that? And then you're held accountable. Just as long as that person doesn't start showing up, then you use them as an excuse not to run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But 
but it could be a very good synergy as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, you you really want to go? Okay, we'll go. Or it'll be yeah. flipped. Like, it's amazing when it comes to competition. Like, you oh. know, when you start trying to lift the heaviest load more than your partner. Or <laughs> that's why high school coaches love when siblings join the same sport. Oh. In high school, <laughs> rivalry. We had a cross country. We had two brothers on a team, and my brother was showing a little bit of interest. The coach showed up at my house huh. to talk my brother into joining cross country. I was not about that because I knew I was going to be was working. Push you hard. Oh God, I did not want that to happen right. whatsoever. <laughs> That's awesome. So, talk to me a little bit about how you're balancing this. You're you're currently um, in the construction industry, working for a contractor, right? And you're balancing this idea of, hey, I'm gaining experience, and I'm really happy with this job so far recently you i think you recently started Mm -hmm. but also my dream is to start my own company and and you're just balancing that out and you're making it you're making work on it right you're working on your Mm -hmm. dream you're planning it out you're doing the research uh working on papers of incorporation all that sort of stuff but also you know living day to day in your reality of working for a contractor talk to me through like what's going on in your mind how are you dealing with with that how are you thinking about it well I did construction for five years over on the east side of the state in Oakland County, Genesee County, around where I lived over there. And I moved over here. I still want to, I love this area, but I don't know anyone. And I was able to pick up some small jobs. I did pretty big deck. I've done a couple of additions, uh, redone a couple of roofs on my own. And I've made a good name for myself, but I was approached by the guys at CL and they, like, hey, we, we like your work. We want you to come work with us. And you can do two things. You can run from that yeah. and be like, thank you. But no, thank you. I'm going to try to do this on my own. Or yeah. you can understand that we're in an extremely hard time. You're in a stranger to a place and you can take it as a networking advantage mm. and get to know them, get to build everything up. And everyone wants to start their own thing. But sometimes like, someone wants to take the bigger like take all the overhead and everything and i get to run and have all the fun with it and (laughs) you get all the crap maybe i'll just go that route right but i looked at it as i'm going to get to know everyone in the building community over here i'm going to start to get to know people get to understand how and why things run and Mm. work over here um because over on the east side like everyone runs over there everyone's flying like everyone's on fire they have to get there now get on the highway everyone's doing 110 like it feels like they're actually probably doing 95 but you're still like yeah Yeah. and then over here everyone's like 15 miles yeah we'll we'll get there what's have you seen this guy isn't it pretty oh yeah it is you just come like oh let's enjoy it like let's enjoy this ride like we have to do it so let's enjoy it so which i've enjoyed but there's nothing wrong with turning your dreams. You're still accomplishing them. I still want to own my own construction company and still do big things. Um, but right now, it's at this moment, I don't have enough connections over here. So when this opportunity presented itself, I was like, yes, let's go for it. And mm-hmm. you just, you take what's given to you. And I, I, I have no idea what's going to, come in the future but i just know 
I got to go in every day with a good attitude. That's one thing I can control is my attitude. I go in with a good attitude. Yes, sir. No, sir. Hey, I can take that on. I'll do mm. an extra project. Oh, baby. I'll start getting people's names and everyone. Hey, yeah, Pat, he's an awesome guy. He's always there. He's always ready to come. He's always got a smile on his face. It's weird. Like He's just willing to help out. And I enjoy helping out. Like I, It's one thing that I can do, I know, to always help someone. It's like, right. if I can help you, like, throw a smile on my face. Like, And it's one thing I love about firefighting. I do that as well. Yeah. And I'm showing up on that person's probably worst day of their one life. Of them for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of them. And it's like, hey, I know this sucks, but let me put you at ease. I train for this. I know what I'm doing. And let me just put that to ease. And like, I always strive to like put people at ease, but like, you also got to look out for yourself. Make right. sure you're doing stuff for yourself. Don't, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll fly you to, I'll pay to your flight to Mexico or Paris or wherever. Right. No, as, <laughs> as, as I got to know you, um, that was one of the things I really noticed about you. That it seems to me you draw a lot of value out of life yeah. from being there for people, being around people. And it's not something where you, turn somebody's negative energies on and somebody just gushes to you about all their negative things that's not the effect you have on people you you really find a way to be really positive the whole way through the the interaction with somebody like how can i help you it's really positive it's and it's it's actually a joy just to have it i find I it have always been an uplifting experience to have had an interaction with you <laughs> i try that's like, a wonderful thing because sometimes you can have the best intentions and you leave feeling dirty and disgusting that's oh, yeah. not always a bad thing but you know, there's there's definitely um, space where focusing on the negative breeds more negative. So and you find a good way. And I don't know if it's just inside of your DNA or if it's something you're conscious about. But I, I, you bring the positive out in people. Thank you. Yeah, I I know that there's already a lot of negative in the world. It's mm. just like, yeah, that's like can't control this, it. Yeah. And in construction, there's curveballs getting thrown at you every 15 minutes. It mm. feels like. Oh shoot! I thought the concrete guys are supposed to make this level. All right, how can we fix it? All right, let's just do it. And you could sit and moan and groan about it, or you can just like, all right, we're here. How can we fix it? It's it happened. We'll address it later with whatever the problem was. But let's just fix this really quick. Let's make it right. Just move on. Mm. And it sucks when it becomes a recurring thing. And it's like, Hey, we got to figure this out. Like what's, why are you doing this? And it's a lot of problems I've noticed. It's like, everyone's just like, it's your fault. You need to fix mm-hmm. it. You need to do it my way. Instead of asking why, like, yeah. why are you doing it that way? Oh, cause my left arm's like broken. Oh, you should probably go home. Like go fix that. And like, we'll do this properly the rest of the day. Yeah. I want to get back to your construction company dream but before we go back i want to just point out too that understanding and being educated is a very valuable thing as far as trying to understand where somebody's coming from what the perspective is perhaps what the circumstances around it whether that be through reading books or getting to know people but oftentimes that can give us this perspective of this is what's wrong and it detaches us from taking action. And one thing I appreciate about your perspective and what you bring to the table is that you're like, okay, I've understood, but now I got to take action and I've got to do it in such a way that it's beneficial. 
And instead of just pointing fingers or laying blame or just complaining, yeah. um, you're like, hey, what can I really do to make this happen? That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And a lot of people already just complain. It's like, we're here. The car is stuck. Yes, mm-hmm. we complain about it. Or Complain about the road. Complain about the weather. Yeah, complain about like, the salt trucks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or... Hey, you see that hill? We're gonna sled in the back. Wanna go ride? Hey, Let's man. go. <laughs> hey, the snow ain't gonna stop. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah. So let's go back to the construction side. You're thinking about starting your company. What's your vision for that? How large do you want to be? Do you want to keep it to just a pat squared construction company, full scale construction, mm. start to finish? Or are you thinking larger scale, larger company? Because at some time you're gonna have to pull this trigger, trigger, and take the risks on. And I'm I'm just really curious. How big do you want to go? I should have called you when I was coming up with names. Like, <laughs> ooh, P squared. I screwed up not doing that one. Mm. Um, I What I enjoy the most is taking a stack of lumber and just turning it into someone's home. Crafting it. Yeah, crafting it. And, like, and just knowing that it's going to be used for someone's home. So many memories will be made there. And... I have provided a safe place, hopefully, for that to have happened. Mm. And I know that it'll be structurally sound and everything else. And I know that there'll be memories made there. Mm. Um, I've always wanted to own my own construction company because I know, okay, it's on me. I know everything that went into it and it's my name on it. And I take value into my name. And anytime someone says Pat or Patterson, I want him to go like, oh, yeah, that guy does quality stuff. He's on top of it. He knows his things. And I want them to like, oh, yeah, he's a stand up guy. He's always around. He's willing to help and just good things. And because there are a lot of people out there, a lot of contractors that are just like, mm, give me that money, 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 money. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm yes, I'm here to mix a paycheck I mean, that's why everyone has a job but there's no reason why someone should be doing something that they don't enjoy mm. and i enjoy getting out every day and physically seeing my work be done mm. and it's a lot of fun to me like it was negative 10 today wind chill wise and i'm out there having a ball I'm putting on a roof right now. I'm 25 feet up in the air and I'm having a blast. And the other guys are like, it's so cold. Like, okay, yeah, that comes down to the gear. You got to get the right gear. But like, if you're not in the right mood, like. Everything's going to be. Oh, yeah. Everything's awful. (laughs) Everything's awful. So what I'm. What it seems that you're saying to me is you take a lot of pride in your work. And that's something you can do at any job. But is it more the sense of ownership? that you have for the project or what's specifically pushing you to start your own company? Because a lot of this can be done for someone else. Oh yeah, it could. But is it your personality? Is it? I also like challenges. And when someone comes Mm. up to me and I'll be able to pick my challenges. Um, I'm currently trying, I'm trying to talk uh, a good friend of mine into building a pool barn in a very, environmentally friendly way and it's also extremely uh it's a new way of building and i'm you when you own your own company you're able to pick the projects you want 
so you don't always have to do the cookie cutter house you can like you know what let's let's build that mansion let's do this it's an experience oh yeah and that's one of the goals like i have is i'd love to build a mansion not for me like no no like <laughs> i would love to build like a giant mansion or condo space that's very intricate unique um for someone and just to have on my resume and then i'd also love to do some sort of community housing stuff like tiny homes interest me so much and i know holland has a lot of jobs here but not that much not many houses so like you can put 20 tiny homes on a lot and like everyone's in a little apartment everyone's starting out and those are just super cool. I don't know why. They just... Yeah. That's amazing. But the answer to your big question is you get to pick your own projects and then you can also like, you know what? Yeah, let's let's add this challenging little feature that'll add a lot of just uniqueness to the project. A life of accomplishment. Yeah. And then you get to go by and you, hey, yeah, I built that. That's super cool. Or putting a roof over a, a deck. And everyone's just like, oh, this deck sucks because it's so hot. It's so, it's just so hot, so humid. Hey, let's put a roof over you and put a fan coming down. It'll change everything. Boom. Next thing you know, you're driving by and you're seeing that whole family out there. The neighborhood's over there. They're sitting under that deck and you're like, under that roof. And you're like, yep, I hope you make that. Like, that's awesome. That's life for them. Oh, yeah. And then I I feel accomplished because it's like, oh, you're now going to use that space. And it's going to become more valuable to you in a use way mm-hmm. be able to entertain do whatever just sit back there drink your margarita your seltzer whatever you want <laughs> that's a very real way to impact lives that's amazing so when you don't know what to do what do you do how do you problem solve or even if you're just at your uh let's say you start your company everything's going smooth you're a man I know that wants accomplishment and challenge. Oh yeah. Where do you find that when you don't when you don't have that? Or when you're facing a 90-foot <laughs> tree and you don't know where to go, what do you do? Well, you just start cutting. <laughs> <laughs> um I am working on this. And um I like to take pictures and documentation as I go through it. So it's like, oh, I got this 90-foot tree in front of me. This sucks. I gotta take a picture really quick. Cool. And a week later, it's like, I haven't done anything, but I haven't done physically anything to it, but I've already mapped out where I'm going to put my ropes, where I'm going to put my rigging, where I'm going to do this. So I've made progress towards that and I'm making progress towards my goal. And it's like, okay, we're, we're making, we're making moves. All right, let's go get the right gear. All right, cool. Test the gear out. This is not the right gear. Homemade spikes was not the, the correct move to do. So let's go buy some. And then you go up and you just start cutting stuff down. And we live in an age where there's unlimited resources. Put in what you want on YouTube. Put it in on um, any forum. And you will find a forum for just your niche. And you'll find people who are doing it for like 60 years but you're just like oh back in my day i used to do it this way and this and that and then you'll find all the new stuff coming out like oh this is sweet and you just have to be willing to absorb 
all the information you have available to you. You can't you can't shut shut people out. You start shutting people out, you get start going down that one path, and it's like my way or the highway. A lot of people are gonna go the highway and go, mm-hmm. hey, this new way, there's a new guy, this this, that. Yeah. And you always just have to be willing to absorb and just like, okay, I'll listen, I'll hear you out. Don't get me wrong, there's people that are tell you, like, oh yeah, you need to buy a pet rock. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'll just pick up this rock, I'll be all right. Yeah. That's a very mm-hmm. process oriented answer. It struck me that uh, in design terminology, I think the the phrase is go to the gumba or go to the place where the action is happening. Yep. And that sort of documentation is invaluable. And then I know there's a lot of research coming out recently in the past two years or so, some TEDx videos specifically, that talk about procrastination and how some of the most creative people would be labeled procrastinators. Oh, yeah. Because... They'll go to the gumba and then they will sit on it for a while until they can come up with an idea about how to act on it. And they don't force themselves to take action early. And a lot of times that results in some really beautiful and creative and effective strategies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say that I'm a procrastinator and then I look at stuff and go, <gasps> I'm supposed to do this. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why deadlines are so important, oh, right? Because oh, yeah. you can procrastinate exactly. up to the deadline. Yeah. yeah, play a lot of Call of Duty, get going on. Yeah, yeah. it's great. And I'm like, oh, yep. I was supposed to do that. Oh, all right. Let's knock that out really quick. Let's good, good. And then I laugh because a lot of them are like, all right, it's just this half hour, hour project. Ah, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Do it the next day. And, it's, and if you take those pictures and everything, when you have those bad days, you're like, oh, I started with this and it's halfway down. Like, yes, it looks awful, but it looks better. We're getting there. Yeah. We're almost there. So, yes, I just spent a day screwing around with fencing. I didn't touch the tree, but I'm one step closer. The fencing's no longer yep. in the danger zone. I'm okay. Wow. So, Pat, a visionary, somebody who's looking to accomplish and take on challenges. It's been a pleasure doing this podcast with you. Thank you for coming onto the show. Is there anything you want to leave our listenership with? And if they want to get in contact with you, what's a good way somebody could get in contact with you that you would prefer? Um, anytime. Have me on the podcast. This has been a lot of fun for me. Um, anytime you want to get hold of me. Um, you on Facebook? Facebook? I am on Facebook. Uh, Pat Patterson. Um, or I'm on Instagram, Pat Patterson, but the Patterson, the last name's got three T's. So Instagram and uh, I have an Instagram for the company that's working on mm-hmm. it and it's Patterson Custom Construction. So you guys have any inquiries, anything like that, you guys are welcome to contact me anyway. And is that Patterson Custom Construction with three T's? Nope, just, just two T's. For it, Instagram purposes, I put three T's when I was building my Instagram way back when. <laughs> it's the only name available. And I was like, oh, I don't really feel like being angled, angel of death 2018 or whatever right, it was right. that was available. Like, <laughs> Just do something yourself. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's try to keep somewhat normal. No one's going to notice. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming to the show. We'll have to catch up again on this show officially in five years or so and see how that custom construction is doing. Hopefully we'll be putting on metal rust, doing all, all custom construction. Like I love all that stuff. and built many of custom homes and look forward to get back to it. Terrific. 
And thank you to the listeners for listening. This has been another episode of Hot Off the Hip.